Terry Foster here, and welcome to the Brand Forward Leadership Podcast. I am the creator of the Big Brand Formula and president of Jerry Foster Branding, where we specialize in working with service-based entrepreneurs who want to create a big brand and a strong message that sells so you can excite, delight, and ignite your market and make it easier to get clients. So, Please stick around to the end of the show, and we will share how you can be our next guest in 15 to 20 minutes or so. In the meantime, let's go. Okay, welcome everybody to the Brand Forward Leadership Podcast. I'm Jerry Foster, the big branding guy, also known as the Branding Evangelist. And my guest today comes from the great state of Virginia. Oh my goodness, I love Virginians. It's a very special place, very special people. They really are. They really are. So please welcome to the show, Denise Kagan. How are you doing, Denise? I'm fantastic, Jerry. Pleasure to be here today. Oh, it's a pleasure having you here, really. I love your logo. I love your look. So please, Denise, tell our viewers exactly what your company does. So we have three main line services of services, and it started with the virtual assistant portion of it. We do virtual assistant, executive assistants, a little bit interchangeable, but basically we support small business owners while they're growing and scaling when they get to a point where they can't do it all themselves, or it's not a really good idea for them to do it all themselves. So it could be things like um, interjecting ourselves into the sales process, you know, helping make sure you're getting those callbacks or scheduling the calls or following up with your networking contacts. And then we also do a little bit on the creative side and some WordPress work just because it all sort of rolled in together when people started saying, oh, and can you do that? Um, and eventually we built the team that could do that. This is fascinating because the virtual world that we live in right now, and I love virtual business support because virtual is so subjective, right? I mean, it can mean so many different things to many people. What's your sweet spot? Is it helping people to, uh, let's say, take care of the day-to-day administrative stuff? Or is it lead generation? Is it closing sales? What exactly is the area that allows you to shine the brightest? So really it's taking things off the business owner's plate, okay? So the one thing I would say that doesn't fit it for us is lead generation. We are not lead generation, but we do support in the sales process, definitely. What does that mean, support in the sales process? Well, you know how you get an inbound lead, no matter how it comes in, and then there's something that needs to happen. And you can automate some of these things, but for some services, that's not the best thing to do. Sometimes you actually need to talk to people. So it would be our role to follow up with that person. Or for instance, we have um, a fantastic client that buys cars for other people. And so part of her process is getting photos back and resizing those photos so they can go to the dealership for the trade-ins. So that's something that you can't automate. automate. So those are things that we would do or create the agreement and get it sent out with you know, the package. Some of those things can be automated as well if they're standard packages all the time, but sometimes they're custom packages. So that's when the human touch is needed. I love the human touch must be there, no question about it. How did you get into this business? What's your journey? What's your story? I'm fascinated. 
Ooh, okay. How far back do you want to go? <laughs> <laughs> not so this, the grade school, okay? <laughs> oh yeah, no, no, no. This is career number three. Okay, I'm I'm not the spring chick. Um, so first career was I actually was in the field of science, which kind of is people find surprising sometimes. It gave me a strong operational background. I worked at Coca-Cola for 10 years and I worked as a lab tech, worked my way up, became a manager, did wow. some R&D. Fast forward, there was an overlap and I created a, a cleaning company, mainly because I wanted to not work for corporate any longer. And so I did this and there was an overlap in time there. I had a built-in mentor because my sister owned a cleaning company and, you know, I felt confident doing it. Well, I surpassed her pretty quickly. So when you say cleaning, you mean janitorial? Janitorial, (laughs) residential and commercial. And it was not structured for me to be the cleaning lady. It was structured for me to run the business. So, um, you know, a lot of people in, Starting a service company often can be easier entry points for people that, you know, um, want to start a business, a small business, because there's a lot of times less overhead. So that was one of the considerations there. Built the company, sold it in 2011, and immediately started this company. Part of the idea of starting this company was that I saw what, first of all, people needed both in because we did commercial and residential, what they needed in their business, what they needed in their personal life. And so I started this. It started out as Denise Can Assist Inc. And that's still the full legal name. And I was doing personal assistance for the first two years and realized, okay, this isn't the model for growth, um, unless I want to stay super hyper local. And that wasn't the goal. So I switched the model to strictly virtual. We've been in the virtual space strictly since 2014. So not a result of the pandemic. So when it comes to virtual support, let's go back to the sales part. And I know you don't Mm -hmm. do lead generation, but when they're looking for outsourcing as it pertains to business development, getting customers, yada, 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 what exactly do you provide to perhaps help them? Like, do you you, um, say, hey, we can help you with branding we can help you with this aspect of marketing anything in that area at all so yeah there is the administrative side which i've explained as far as how we help there on the marketing side we do social media management so we work with getting your message out and making sure that you know you have a consistent presence we focus largely on organic versus paid we have partners that do the paid stuff yeah that's that's not our wheelhouse per se, though you do, every business needs a presence on social media. And it may be TikTok, you might be need LinkedIn, it depends on the type of business you are, but every business needs some type of presence. It's like having a business card pre-websites. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's your validity. It validates the fact that you're a business, that you're out there. It also gives you an opportunity to educate your, your customers. So we do that. We do the graphic design. We can create logos. Um, we have a great design team, actually. And, you know, we do the logo generation and, and brand documents and make sure that you're set up so that you have a consistent message across the board. And we build websites as well. Generally, WordPress, that's our favorite platform. Gotcha, gotcha. So everything you just said in branding is stuff that I don't do. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, because you a do brand- the strategy. Yeah, I, I do the strategy, exactly, mm-hmm. not the visual stuff, because as you know, there's a lot of layers to branding. Yes, and yes. So I do, people say I do the hard stuff, you know, 
what makes you different and what makes you unique and what's your message and how do you set yourself apart and what's your promise and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Absolutely. we got to talk. Because <laughs> <laughs> we work well with companies that do strategy. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I love this. I mean, I'm excited to have you here. This is thrilling. I've been <laughs> looking for someone like you. <laughs> awesome. Oh and you're from Virginia. I mean, come on. I'm from Michigan. Oh, yeah. East Coast, pretty I'm much. I'm out of here because of the weather. That's what, and, went, and I went to school out here. So anyway. Ah, okay, okay. <laughs> So, so give our viewers and listeners a quick uh, overview of your client base, your ideal client. Are they in certain industries? Are they of a certain size? Uh, tell us about that. So we are relatively industry agnostic. Okay. okay. Um, I know that there's ways you can niche down for that, but we've worked on kind of defining our ideal audience a little bit differently. Yeah. Uh, size, it does is is part of it so usually like half a million up to 10 million that's our sweet spot occasionally we have some smaller clients and occasionally we have some bigger clients but that's tends to be our sweet spot and then as far as the characteristics of them we're looking for people who want to be partners and collaborators okay we work best with companies who look at this as a long-term investment and that they know that this is going to make their business better not just somebody who needs to do their tasks I love it. I love it. I love it. So there must be a lot of bad intel out there in this arena. Is there something that really bugs you when it comes to this whole thing called virtual support? What are your, what, what, what are your thoughts around that? Um, that Upwork and Fiverr are the solution for everything. Great. Right. <laughs> uh, it, there, there are potentially solutions there, potentially, but they are definitely not the solution for everything. As a matter of fact, generally speaking, when I have a sales call with somebody and they mention Fiverr, I already know they are not a client for us. Um, not specifically with Upwork, though. You can get great talent there. The thing is, you have to manage them. And that's something that my company does. So there is a big difference and a different value proposition that you're getting from working with a company like mine versus hiring a contractor. Oh my God, I'm, I'm chuckling inside because when you said that, for me, what bugs me is someone says, Jerry, I've got a logo, I've got a website, I'm branded. <laughs> so, I get it. I really get it because people drill it down because they just don't know. They just don't, they're uninformed. My goodness. Uninformed so, or they've piecemealed it from being a startup. Oh my God, who knows? Who knows? So, are there any particular success stories that you want to share? Because I can imagine someone of your expertise, your caliber, I'm already picking up that you are exceptional in what you do. I, I get it. I get it. So you must have a ton of client success stories. Anyone in particular you'd like to share? So we worked with a company out in California who um, helped with college essays. And we were helping them with basic, not with marketing, but with the administrative focus. Mm. And we basically shortened their sales cycle by nine days. It was 12 days. We shortened it by nine days by helping them get automated in Zoho. Uh, we introduced them to Zoho and they had some expertise on their team where they could get some of the things done as far as the automations, but we helped them make suggestions along the way on uh. how to make these fit you know, faster, what tools to use, and actually wrote procedures for them so that 
you know, it didn't get dropped from this person who was doing the intake to this, because there were a lot of hands in the pot. So we came in to understand the business and wrote, helped write those procedures. They eventually outgrew us and hired full-time people in, in inside, which is a great feeling and a sad feeling all at the yeah. same time. But you, but you know, when that happens, we, it was a success. My goodness. Because I would imagine you must see a lot of owners and I'm, that's assuming who you work with primarily, the owners of these companies. What are they wasting their time on? Oh, my goodness. I mean, they can, in my opinion, they confuse what's most urgent with what's most required. Uh, they're spending too much time on, on what, are, what are called what red light activities, things that don't really impact cash flow and revenue and profits and that sort of thing. What, what, what are your observations about that in terms of time wasters for a lot of these companies where it makes sense for them to utilize someone like yourself? When they're focusing on the, the um, nitty gritties, okay, when they're getting down into the detail of those tasks that maybe they did need to be there when they started up, but eventually you need to delegate that and hand it off. Um, I love it when business owners come to us and say, I need you. I don't know exactly what I need you to do, but I need you because I want to focus on business development. Yes. That's what impacts their bottom line. And we know already that's a good partnership. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was getting at because Mm -hmm. that's what, I mean, that's the lifeblood of any company. And they spend a lot of time on this, I call it red light activities that really keeps you busy, but it doesn't really generate revenue. That's not a good thing. And so this is great for our viewers out here, our audience, because listen to what Denise is saying here. You may think that uh, this is money, extra money you've got to spend, but it's going to come back, right, Denise, in terms of greater Mm -hmm. sales and profits for these companies when they do outsource this sort of stuff to you, right? Absolutely. We're working with a media company out of North Carolina right now. And she she brought us on. She had a full-time offshore employee in the Philippines yeah. who she didn't find any value in because they didn't catch on to the processes quickly. There was a little bit of a language issue. You know, and I know that, you know, everybody has a different budget and they need to do what they need to do. But when we came in, she started out with 60 hours a month and quickly went up to to a little bit of more and then said, how can you help me in the sales process? And then we started helping with the sales because if we're booking more calls for you, that is almost immediately going to pay for itself because you will start closing more business. You know, we did things like reach out to past sponsors and past advertisers. That's kind of a no brainer. And that's, we don't do cold calls, but those are not cold calls. Those are people that have a relationship with her business. All right, all right, let's let's unpack that for a minute because when you talk about getting booking phone appointments and and making mm-hmm. phone calls, these are with prospects, I assume, right? Potential customers. So they're inbound leads okay. or prior clients. In oh. this case, prior clients are like past advertisers. So yeah. there's still a warm relationship there. It's not somebody who's like, oh, forget you. I don't want to use your service anymore. Gotcha. It's more like somebody who has advertised in the past. You've had a relationship with, and just maybe you just need to reconnect with them. Mm-hmm. So are your primary clients, your ideal clients in service-based industries, retail, manufacturing, What's going on there? Mostly service and a little bit of retail. 
Okay, okay, okay. And a typical scenario might be for those who are tuning in, if you are facing or dealing with or frustrated with this, call us. How would you fill in the blanks on it? So fill in the blank with, I don't have enough time to clean out my inbox. Mm-hmm. I don't have enough time to schedule these people or do the follow-ups to keep my pipeline full. Um, I don't have a consistent message going out on social media. It's hit and miss when I have time to create content. Mm -hmm. Those are the types of things that make an ideal client for us. I love it. And and so the kind of social media content work you do is what? Is it um, 59 second videos for YouTube or IG or TikTok or is it postings? Tell us about that. We, we create the content. Um, we can do some video. The, the video would depend. We do what we call short bites, so it's stock video. But we can also work with an edit con- user-generated content that the client sends to us. Okay. And then we work in the platforms, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, both the personal profile and the business profile. Um, and then a little bit of Pinterest. Though that seems to fit our clients, interesting, because we have a heavy female demographic. Ah, you don't hear that name that often like we used to. You do not, but it is still a strong platform and is one of the most overlooked. LinkedIn used to be, Pinterest is now. <laughs> <laughs> now, as you know, this is a big branding podcast. And mm-hmm. so what lies at the heart of branding, as you well know, is differentiation. Mm-hmm. What sets you apart? Why should someone choose you? So how do you really set yourself apart from all these other companies out there who say, oh, we offer virtual business support and we can do blah, blah, blah. What is it that really, really distinguishes you in your space? We have a couple of things. First is that we are all U.S.-based, so we don't hire outside of the country. Okay. Second is that every single account has an account manager, project manager, which means we are preparing for continuity because people do switch jobs. People have babies. They go out on maternity leave. They go on vacation. We're already preparing for continuity for your account because we take this partnership seriously. And the other thing is that because we provide a multiple multiple types of services, you actually, I wouldn't call us a one-stop shop, but I would say you can get a lot of different services under one umbrella. So if you like how we do in one area, ask us about another. Okay. All right. Very good. Very good. And so you have a system, you have a process, you have a certain way you go about servicing people, it sounds like? It does. It, it is. We, we match them to our um, people. By the way, our people are employees as well. They're not contractors. So that's another differentiation with some VA companies. Oh, that's good. That's good. Okay. So you're not just hiring a bunch of freelancers. These right. are employees on your payroll. Correct. Because freelancers, from an employer perspective, have way less control over. <laughs> just just based on the IRS definition of a freelancer and a contractor, right? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Now, how can people follow up with you? Because I, I got to guess, because we get a, a pretty good uh, amount of uh, people tuning in to this show. And if people are really, really loving what they're hearing, what are your socials? What's your URL? How can people have a conversation with you about your services? Perfect. So social and URL, almost all the same, dcavirtual.com. And then for Facebook, Insta, 
our LinkedIn company page, even Pinterest. Yes, we're on there. It's a DCA virtual. Okay. And they can email me directly as well. My first name, Denise at dcavirtual.com. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Now, before we sign off, is there any one last thing you want to say to people who are tuning in? These owners that are out there, is there what do you, what do you want to say to them about this whole thing about virtual business support? And yeah. Consider getting help before you really need it because that's when you're too busy to pay attention to train somebody and give them the information they need to be successful. Whether you're hiring somebody internally or getting, you know, a virtual business support company like mine. Be proactive. Get it before you need it. Get it before you need it. I love that. Oh, my God. No wonder you're so successful and you're a rock star at what you do. Oh, my goodness. Denise Kagan, Virginia. Listen, everyone. Connect with this young lady, okay? She can help you. Do not wait until you need it. Think ahead. Be proactive, not reactive. Exactly. <laughs> wow, wow. And, and I also love the fact that you are, in my opinion, from what I've observed, you're going beyond the typical, quote unquote, business VA support company I, I, or VA business support. I, it, you, you're really providing some nitty gritty services and some critical areas. Do I have that correct in terms of helping uh, yes. the company grow and have sustainable success? Yes. Sustainable is key and collaboration and partnership are key as well. There you go. Very good. All right. Well, listen, thank you so much for being here. You are a joy. You are a gift to the world. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jerry. And to our audience today, thank you for tuning in. And so until next time, this is Jerry Foster, the big branding guy, also known as the Brandon Evangelist, signing off. Take care. Jerry Foster here. Thank you so much for listening to my Brand Forward Leadership Podcast. Now, if you, if you are a successful service-based entrepreneur yourself and you've got amazing expertise, I mean services, skills, talents, and abilities that you offer through your company or yourself, and you've been in business for five, 10 years or more, and you would like to be a guest on this program, I would love to have you. Simply visit jerryfosterbranding.com forward slash brandforwardleadership forward slash apply, and I will certainly check you out and get to know you and so on and so forth. Now, let me just add a couple of other things. Number one, if you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media for me? And if so, just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your socials, okay? And number two, if you know someone that you feel would be a great guest, someone that I should meet and connect with and so on and so forth, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag BrandFordLeadership because I love seeing your posts. I love guest suggestions. That's how we all grow. That's how we all connect and make it through this world, which are through our relationships and our connections. And lastly, let me throw this in. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. I'm always on the lookout for not only great guests, but great content. And so therefore, because we're always putting great new stuff out, juicy stuff, make sure you don't miss any episodes in the future. So please go ahead and subscribe. And I also love what I love 
support. I love love. <laughs> so your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. So if you can find it in your heart to go ahead and show me that kind of support and love, I would really appreciate it. And on a second note, if you would like to know more about me, the work that I do, simply go to my website at jerryfosterbranding.com or follow me on LinkedIn or Facebook at Jerry Foster Branding or Instagram at Jerry Foster Big Brand Man. Okay? Jerry Foster Big Brand Man. Again, thanks for listening. Until we see you the next time, take care.